guys, it's WOW World Champion Tessa Blanchard. You can catch us on Access TV, and right now you're listening to The Big Gold Belt. Damien Salty G representing the Big Gold Belt Podcast, documenting this past week's Women of Wrestling Superheroes, WOW Superheroes for those of the uninitiated. If you missed last week, go back and check out Big Gold Belt to make sure you are caught up. But let's get right into it. To be quite honest, as is a recurring theme from last week, I thought the production values were a little bit on the cheese-tastic side. I've struggled the last two weeks to get a connection through the production. Now, it could be the commentary that's just a little over the top. And maybe that's the point as I do this episode. I'm starting to realize the whole production of WOW is meant to be parts GLOW, parts WMAC Masters, a a sort of similar situation with superheroes that were martial artists where everybody had a gimmick and things like that so i'm starting to think wow is basically a a combination of the two of those things it may not be for me i like women's wrestling so i'm going to watch it and plus i like kind of going through these review shows or through these post-show notes that i have but i think all in all i'm still beating the same drum from last week where the production is kind of on the cheese side and I'm starting to believe that that was the idea that was the point for it to be a little cheesy but on to the matches or, or the talents in general uh, Chloe Hertz versus Sassy Massey was something that it opened the show and for those that don't know Katie Forbes and Alicia Edwards as they're co- more commonly known put on a pretty decent scrap I was definitely surprised by Chloe Hertz I did not think under any circumstances that she would be as decent as she was in the ring. I was pleasantly surprised. Didn't think she'd had that in her repertoire to be able to put. It wasn't a great match by any stretch of the imagination, but it was a pretty decent showing uh, from Chloe Hertz. I thought it was pretty dang interesting to see both of these ladies kind of in a different realm. And then what I'm accustomed to or what I'm used to, I've seen Alicia Edwards at multiple independent wrestling events uh, and just watching them kind of work their style of match. It was meant to kind of just get the crowd, wet the appetite for what was later to come on the show. The next match had the Temptress going up against Chantilly Chella, which I think the name in and of itself, Chantilly Chella is pretty hilarious. But what I took from this was Ray Lynn who plays Chantilly Chella was someone that people were telling me about not too long ago, maybe about a month and a half ago from WOW. And this was my first time seeing her. And I got to admit, as someone who is an avid women's wrestling supporter, watcher, reviewer of shows, 
she of this week she's the one that stood out the most in terms of look in ring action presence and i know on the show this is a show that had tessa blanchard on it but she is a known commodity this is a show that in the next match had kiara hogan and diamante who are again established commodities but for someone like me who has never seen ray lynn perform before in her alter ego chantilly chella it was pretty darn good i can see why people are telling me that i have to keep an eye out for her so go back check out the match she had this past week chantilly chella which is a spinoff of coach uh, coachella against vixen the temptress uh based out of the uk about an 18 year veteran or so uh, not gonna lie i really wasn't taken aback by her uh by katarina walters she just seemed like a typical decent wrestler who's a good base kind of a gatekeeper didn't really stand out to me in any other uh, way shape or form uh follow that up like i said with the tag match of <coughs> excuse me of having Kira Hogan and Diamante, which are known as Fire and Adrenaline against longtime uh, WOW performer Amber O'Neill and Jesse Jones. And I was actually disappointed with this one. Now, for those that don't know, as I just said previously, Adrenaline, which is Diamante, and Fire, which is Kira Hogan, have been known commodities amongst the independent wrestling world. I expected a better match. It was a little sloppy. It was a little... Eh, I didn't get much of a connection. I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I started to mentally kind of force myself to watch this because I am so used to these women kicking butt and, and showing out. And I felt that this was kind of, they played it almost too safe to the point where it was so safe it got sloppy in certain spots. So it didn't do anything for me. It didn't really move the needle. But again, it's always nice to see it's always nice to see people I'm familiar with in a different platform, such as WOW, for both Fire and Adrenaline. Didn't really have much to say about Jesse Jones and Amber O'Neill. They looked the part, the southern blue collar, almost almost as if it's the female revival. Looks the part, acted the part, didn't really deliver between the ropes. And for someone like me, that's why I watch women's wrestling i watch it for the between the ropes action i really don't care about promos or things of that nature but i thought it was a a pretty okay transition into our main event which was for for me personally pretty dang good if i had to say best match on the card sure i'll go a best match on the card the lioness versus tessa, uh, tessa blanchard which is a perennial favorite of mine going up against the lioness who is known as faith in some circles and admittedly I have not heard anything about her but the show made her seem as if she is the next best thing and for someone who's barely been wrestling for a little less than a year she really showed me just what potential she really has and admittedly she is still a little green but with someone with that kind of athletic background being an MMA being a dancer I think the sky's the limit for this one uh I know people are going to watch WOW and say, well, here's another blonde-haired project that another wrestling promotion wants to put out there when there's so many talented wrestlers on the roster. And I'm saying, if this is her dream to be a successful wrestler, 
and she just happens to be blonde and athletic, well, how about we just let her prove it in the ring where they're supposed to? Because if a wrestler is one of those pet projects from a promotion and they fall flat, then we let society kind of dictate that. We kind of let the chips fall where they may in terms of, uh, of just talent assessment. But the match overall was the match of the night. Uh, safe in spots, Tessa was Tessa. But to be quite frank, the Lioness just, for me, <laughs> stole the show in her, in, in her performance. And people are, are on social media talking about her, while are talking about her. They obviously see something in her, which I think we need to keep our eyes on. Uh, but overall, for a main event, that was a pretty decent show at that point. And then at the end of the match, where, where Tessa goes over, obviously, because it's Tessa, Jungle Girl comes in and you know starts fighting and trying to continue from last week. But overall, I'd say it was a pretty... It, to me, it was an average show, if that's what I'm going to kind of come across a lot. And I want to apologize now to those who are loyalists of WOW and for those who have been a part of the journey from the beginning. But this is me kind of getting involved on already the top floor and trying to find my footing and what to anticipate from the show. Here's my hope that it does get better because you have pretty decent talent mixed with rookies who are trying to get their foothold. And again, going back to the beginning of the show, and for those just tuning in, I said at the beginning that WOW is a mix of GLOW meets the WMAC Masters from back in the day. Go ahead and check that out on YouTube if you can, and then you can see the comparison I'm making. And traditionally, that's not for someone like me. That isn't kind of my niche. But I do appreciate the athleticism, as always, that goes into producing this kind of content. The, the production value itself, considering that it's a massive episodic TV show, takes some time for me to get accustomed to. You'll see the same people in the crowd. It's sort of similar to those, or it is similar to those, old NXT tapings where you would see the same 10 people in the same 10 seats for 10 consecutive weeks. And then you realize they taped 10 episodes back to back to back to back to back and so on. But overall, pretty decent show. A little a little average for my liking. Uh, I'm looking forward to see what we have next week. But as always, you can find the Big Gold Bell podcast on BGB Group on all social media platforms. Myself, Damien Salty G, at Damien G347, and Coach Damien G on Instagram. And I will be doing another episode, another rendition of both this and NWA Power on behalf of the network. So big shout out to Big Gold Belt for allowing me to become a, a more staunch creator on their network. Let me know what you think. DM me on Twitter, DamienG347. Let's have a debate. What do you think about WOW Superheroes, Women of Wrestling Superheroes Season 2 so far? What am I not connecting to? What are some things you want me to talk about when I do these quick hits? And what are some things and some wrestlers that I might not have seen yet that I might want to go back and check it out? So let me know, DamienG347, uh, BGB Group on Twitter and all social media, and I'll catch you next time.